On this episode of the GESC podcast, I sit down with the cast of Bach at Leipzig. But before that, I want to talk to you about a fantastic fundraising opportunity that you are all invited to. Ready, Kingsley? Actors to your places, podcast listeners to your earbuds. Join us as we make our great escape. One of the things I love about The Great Escape is that we will often do shows that people are not as familiar with. We get a chance to introduce people to their new favorite shows, right? And Bach at Leipzig is going to become a favorite of a lot of people. I promise you that, especially if you're a musician. Now, if this sounds familiar, this title sounds familiar to you, that's because a few years back we did a drama slam version of this where we had scripts in hand, uh, minimal costuming props set and all that, uh, where we had a chance to do a reading of this piece. Uh, it was a blast. We had a lot of fun. Uh, we also sold out our audience for a drama slam, which was a first for us as a theater. And I'm happy to report that we're having even more fun the second time through with a proper full staging of the play. Now, for those of you who missed the drama slam, let me give you a quick rundown of the plot. It is 1722 Germany, the Age of Enlightenment. The master organist of the Thomas Kircher has just died, and auditions are being held for his replacement. Seven vastly different musicians are invited to apply for the prestigious and lucrative post, and they all converge on Leipzig in a state of consternation. Deviousness and clashing ideologies collide, creating farcical complications in this witty romp through the nature of music, ambition, religion, and art, with implications beyond the secluded world of this particular event in the 18th century. As I told a lot of our audiences for Tuesdays with Maury when I did the pre-show speech, Bach at Leipzig is the kind of show that offers something for everybody. Uh, for those of us out there who really appreciate very witty wordplay, callback jokes, uh, very heady history and music jokes, and then things like people running around and screaming and slamming doors and chasing each other, it, it casts a wide net and I think it does so in a fantastic way. And I also must mention that we have a limited run for this show as well, too. We are only performing this for four different performances. Thursday, May 4th, Friday, May 5th, Saturday, May 6th, and Sunday, May 7th. So you only have a limited chance to come out and catch this show. We've done limited runs before as well, such as Five Lesbians Eating a Quiche, which was a blast to do. Uh, I was lucky enough to do the blood effects for that. You wouldn't think that you'd have to have... Uh, an air compressor full of fake blood for that show, but you do. Um, not so much for Bach at Leipzig, so don't worry, no splash zone for Bach at Leipzig. <laughs> As I said, we have a limited run for the show, but we also have a special event taking place during this limited run. We are having what we're calling our Bachtoberfest fundraiser on the 6th. So we will have a fundraiser. For those of you who've been a part of our fundraisers in the past, we'd like to get a chance for people to come by and see what their money is going towards uh, give them something concrete to understand. For instance, instead of just writing us a check and calling it good, it's a chance for you to say, I would like my money to go towards costuming for this show, or I would like to help pay for the royalties for this show. We did things similar like this in the past. Uh, specifically for Avenue Q, we had people sponsoring individual puppets. And uh, it was a lot of fun, and it's good to be able to see where your money is going. So we will be having more details released to you. Check out our Facebook page about Bachtoberfest as it approaches. 
But again, Saturday, May 6th, you want to make sure you mark your calendars. Now, we have a long interview for this episode because I managed to sit down with four of my fellow castmates, and I jump in and answer some questions as well, too. So we have a really great, really in-depth discussion waiting for you on the other side of this little bumper here. So I'm going to switch things over to my interview with the cast of Bach at Leipzig. Thank you so much for joining us. Can you take a moment to introduce yourself to our listeners? Hi, I'm Charles Burr. I play Georg Friedrich Kaufmann. I'm Lars J. Loughborough, and I play the role of Johann Christoph Grautner. Hi, I am Corey Gordonier, and I play Georg Lenk. And I'm Ellen Bennett, and I play Johann Friedrich Fasch. Fantastic. I am also in the show. I play Steindorf. So, hello. I'm also a part of the interview, apparently. Uh, but uh, uh, to start things off, let's get a sense of your background with The Great Escape, because uh, none of you are, are strangers to our space here. So tell us, what is your relationship to The Great Escape? Well, I've only done one show here at Great Escape, which was fantastic this last May. Uh, but, Lord, I am a staple of Southwest Michigan theater, so... Uh, this is my fourth show that I've done with Great Escape, uh, going all the way back to the beginning. Um, this is only my second show back after moving to the area again, and it's uh, great to be here. The first show I did with Great Escape was uh, Arsenic and Old Lace, I believe. And uh, I've auditioned for other shows. I've done some, I did Avenue Key recently, um, only show that I ever had to leave because I got sick. That's right. We missed you second weekend. Yeah, it really sucked. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I've been doing some theater down here for quite a while. Uh, I, I've only done one show with Great Escape, and that was Wit several years ago. Uh, it was a life-changing role, and um, that's it. And so I'm kind of, I'm really excited to be back for this show as a woman in a man's role. And, and let me say, Wit was a life-changing show as well, too. Phenomenal. Just phenomenal. So let's stop talking about ourselves and talk about our characters. Tell me about your characters, everybody. Well, I'm the one that's befuddled, so, uh, <laughs> you know, just sort of like life sometimes. Um, but he is... Uh, we're all arriving uh, to audition for the job that has, fought, that has opened up to be the organist at one of the biggest churches, the most highest paid contract, perhaps, uh, in Germany at the time of 1722. So that we are all sort of arriving and then the machinations and scheming pursuits. So. Uh, yeah, uh, Lank is very, very self-assured uh, and uh, he is a schemer and just generally overall a failure. Um, he thinks very highly of himself and never is able to to pull through with his schemes, almost like a cartoon villain, you know, every episode trying something new and always failing. Mm-hmm. Kind of like um, Wile E. Coyote. <laughs> I think Fosh is probably the most honest character of them all and doesn't really go in for the thievery and the lies and so on and so forth. <clears throat> I think he's, he's really driven by music and music alone. And I think his religion is, um, he's, he wants the new age. He wants music to move forward. He feels that his old teacher was not bridled with Lutheranism as much as everybody thought, 
but then maybe there's a surprise at the end. You never know. <laughs> Grautner uh, is um, a person that hates being second, <laughs> but he is second. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Steindorf loves the ladies. That is literally the only character trait I think I have. <laughs> well, you play well. We, 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 we've talked about that in the score. So. Uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you. That's what, it's typecasting, right? right. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Play well in music. You are a good musician. Oh, yeah. oh yes, yes. That too, that too. True, true. And, and as, far, as far as the rest of the cast, are any of you also musically inclined folk? I played the organ at our church for like the warm up uh, before <laughs> the service began. I, I'm not good enough to do that, but I, I played all that little noodly stuff to all oh, people got in. So that's my, and I took my, my piano lessons on an old pump organ that was from the 1860s. So there it is. Uh, the last time I touched an instrument was about 15 years ago at uh, Marshall High School. <laughs> <laughs> also an organ, or <laughs> no, uh, flute, piccolo, yeah, nice. My background in music is very limited. Um, I did in high school. Um, uh, we did madrigal dinners with baroque music, and um, but that was decades ago. <laughs> um, I grew up with a family that let, my dad was in the, uh, a musician, but he would uh, do country music, so hmm. that's my, where I came from. Actually, this might uh, come as news to you all, but in my earlier life, um, I have a couple of records out. What? Uh, How are we just now hearing this? Uh, <laughs> new Age music, when that really? was really big, I did a lot of piano, solo piano work, and I also uh, uh, did a couple of albums with um, some real live musicians. But, the interesting thing is that I can't read music. Hmm. So it was all by ear and had a music editor come in to write the, to, to write the music for the rest of the musicians. But um, I still dabble in it every once in a while. I do have some stuff on SoundCloud hmm. uh, that my brother, from my brother's website. Long story short, um, <laughs> I'm writing now. Nice. So. nice. If you care to plug the projects or anything like that, drop some names? Or um, I have a couple books out. Um, oh, and uh, actually, I'm thinking of talking to Randy about doing a play perhaps next year. Fantastic. From one of the books. And that's, you know, a surprise at the end. Okay. <laughs> Wonderful. I, I thought I'd be impressive and say, I play guitar, but um, that's. You want to jam? Right, we should. We should. It'd be great. Great. Uh, I, actually, I did a lot for those of you who come to see the show. The sound design was something that I got a chance to do when I sat in my little studio and got a chance to listen to hours and hours of Telemann and Kunau and Bach and put all of that together. So uh, again, for all of you classical music fans, I really hope that you pick up on those things. Uh, on the subject, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm a fanatic about all different genres of music, but specifically instrumental and, and Baroque and classical. Uh, so I really, really resonated with this show because I have fallen in love with the works of Bach, having listened to specifically The Passion of St. Matthew, which is in the show itself too. Um, what is our relationship with, say, Baroque classical instrumental music? I, with that organ background, my father was huge uh, with just that. It was his favorite type of music. And I did find some Kaufman music online, and it really shows the difference between the two, that it was simple, it was fine, 
and it sounded like what we now go as, oh, well, the lesser stuff that Bach wrote. Mm -hmm. uh, that, you know, just once he took over, it just changed everything about music and mm -hmm. what was happening there. That Telemann is still performed, but he still takes a huge backseat to Johann Sebastian. Mm -hmm. I, I like music. <laughs> um, honestly, I don't have a relationship with Baroque music, classical music. When I was a kid, um, I saw classical music growing up, listened to it. My best friend's father was the, um, the violist for the Cleveland Orchestra, and I would go over to his house, and we would watch him and some very famous people in the living room with their cigars doing their music and um, in their undershirts. It was, it was a very interesting thing. But anyway, um, classical music is, is fabulous. I, I love it. It's, I don't know what to say about it, but I will say this, Tony, mm. um, the music you have chosen for the epilogue of this play, there might not be a dry eye in the house. Oh, yeah, agreed, yeah. agreed. Oh. Right. I, actually, there was no dry eye when I was mixing that piece uh -huh. either. Gorgeous, it's gorgeous. Beautiful, absolutely gorgeous. Well, thank you. I'm glad you, you trusted my intuition on that one. And last question, I ask this of all of the people that I interview. What do you hope audiences get out of this show? Um, I really hope they get a good laugh. We've got a great cast and a, a really fun script, and it's, it's quippy, and it moves, and it's just like it's a good experience. So I, I really hope people just come out and get a good laugh. Uh, life can be an interwoven battle with anything, religion, music, power, you know, um, who wants to oversee this position, who wants to get this position, and how are we going to fight to get it, and who really gets it in the end? It's the end. The surprise is at the end. Anyway, um, it's a fun show. The cast is awesome. It's really cool to be a woman in this show, playing a man. They, they, they're, we're all like brothers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's really great, you know. Um, and I urge people who, who want to try out from, for plays not to worry about their sexuality or whatever and just come out and audition and, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah. Uh, I hope that people gain a new appreciation for Baroque music, and uh, I hope they get most of our music jokes. <laughs> well, I would second the good laugh, but also stick around and watch that ending as really sort of in just a few pages, the author has really found a way to express how Bach changed and how we listen to music differently. And I think that is just so profound, and it's a lovely ending to the show about then not only what happens in the 1700s, but how it brings it to today. Mm -hmm. uh, the play itself, uh, Bach at Leipzig, I really, I really admire the, his writing style, and I hope that the audience can uh, hear the music in the words and can relate mm -hmm. to the characters and... Uh, find the humor in the show. Um, I, every time I hear it, I, I, it's, I, it is very musical, the way it flows, and I love it, so. Well said, Intensely <laughs> well, well said. <laughs> I almost started to cry. <laughs> well, thank you all for joining me once again. This cast is so much fun to work with, you guys. It is ridiculous. Uh, it, it's one of those shows where the greatest challenge is not laughing and getting caught up in the comedy of the moments because everyone is so stinking funny in this show. Again, Bach at Leipzig is going to run May 4th through the 7th. We have 7 o'clock showings, the 4th, 5th, and 6th, and a 3 o'clock on the 7th. Please don't forget, too, 
May 6th, Bachtoberfest. Get a chance to come out and show your support for the theater with that fundraiser event. I'm going to close out with some thank yous. A thank you, as always, to Kyle Booth, who does our music. Thank you so much, Kyle. A thank you to you, the listeners. I'm always happy to see that people are engaging and checking out the podcast. Don't forget, you can find us on SoundCloud. You can find us as well through the Apple Podcast app. And you can always go to our Facebook page. Uh, also, don't forget to go and check out the Great Escape page at greatescapestagecompany.com. You'll find more details about shows and upcoming events on that webpage, as always. I am very much looking forward to sharing this show with all of you. You're going to have a good time, I promise. And I will see you in the audience when you arrive. I'm Antonio Barroso, your host. Thank you so much for joining us.